0: It's time for another episode of Play Action Pass, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Hello, and welcome to the Play Action Pass podcast. I am one of your three hosts, Matt May FF on Twitter, joined by Tony and Rob. As always, guys, how are you doing?
1: Pretty good. Yep. Looking forward to another week.
0: Yeah, good stuff. I mean, a lot of excitement from a man who's uh, potentially struggling in the in fantasy world there, Tony.
1: Yeah, I know. Thanks, mate. Yeah, we'll bring get, it down
0: straight away. We'll we, get, we, into we get into it, it with, first, yeah. and then we need to create a segment purely dedicated yeah. to that. I know Rob will enjoy it. Um, <laughs> right, starts and sits today. Let's talk about Thursday Night football before that, though. Um, I love a game last night. Bengals versus the unbeaten Dolphins. No longer unbeaten. Uh, the Bengals went into a with uh, with a nasty knock in that game. Um, Rob, we'll good to you first. Let's get your fancy takeaways from Thursday Night football. You did the review yesterday. Uh, or the preview, um, leading us into the game. Talk about what you think about that game last time.
2: Yeah, so um I think we said on the on the on the forecast that um it was it was a case case of whether Burrow could get time in the pocket and it certainly seemed that way. Um, you know, he's going through his reads, looking at both Chase and Higgins when they were free and then obviously Boyd as well. So overall for Burrow, yeah, solid game. I did find that they they, they used mixing quite a bit. Um in the uh, in the rushing and I think he had you know 24 carries uh in that game so it wasn't a a massive output though because his yards per carry was really poor but um he got the touchdown so it made it's made his day strong but that offensive line still not great I think it's, it's more it was just the Dolphins couldn't pressure Burrow which made um which made things a bit easier for um for Mixon um yeah, I think I'll, I'll I'll let Tony discuss the the Chase and Higgins thing when we come to it. But I think yeah, for me, obviously, I said Higgins is a must. Start. And again, I think it's just the attention. You know, it, the attention's the on Chase freeing up Higgins, who in his own right is a very very good wide receiver, and, and he showed it again last night with the yards. I think I actually put a, I had a bet on the um, on the over for Higgins. On I think it was like sixty sixty five yards or sixty six yards over. So he's you know he's solid. He's doing three every, you know basically every game he's nearly over a hundred yards. So yeah, he's an absolute top 12 um wide receiver going forward. And um and boy, he would have one or two looks, but nothing, nothing to write home about. The biggest thing for me though, on the Dolphins side, they're just really disappointed that it's a shame because I think they're probably the most exciting offense in the league. And the scheme is what is really, really good. It's new, it's inventive. And if they could only have a quarterback who could throw the ball with, you know, with a bit of velocity and accuracy, then you know, I, I think the sky's the limit for them. I mean, two has been all right up to now, but he again he you watched one of his throws. It was short, got intercepted. He was looking for Hill on the long ball, um, didn't reach him. Um, you know, if that was Mahones, it would have been you know, he would have been in stride and, and to the house. So, but the scheme is just better than the Chiefs, I think. And I think, you know, the weapons they got Waddle, you know, he takes away pressure from Hill and vice versa. And the same with the running game, you know, they got really fast running backs in in Edmonds and, and Mussa. So I don't know what they're gonna do, but maybe the end of the season is is look for a draft a quarterback because to a doesn't seem like he's he's very um he's too too small I think he's very similar to Kyler Murray the big difference for me is Kyler Murray can scramble a lot better and doesn't get hurt because he doesn't you know he doesn't get caught a lot of the times whereas Tua hasn't got that speed so you know if he takes a hit it's hurting him and he's he's very small so I think long term for Tua um you know it's probably a statement but I think he's probably like like a journeyman type player or or a high level backup for me um but I think Next year, they've got to get a quarterback because Teddy Bridgewater is just not the answer. If he's in there for a long time, then this could this could really hurt the offense.
3: Yeah.
0: Tony, uh, so moving on to you. Then obviously you've got the Chase discussion um, and whether you're going to be fielding Rich chase. Rich yeah. chase. Yeah, Chase. Rich, shall uh, I start? Too many yeah. chases. Go Let's on, start go with
1: on. Jamar Chase because he was a top pick, and I don't think you're getting what you asked for. It's funny because in that range, you know, you're looking at Austin Eckler, and you could still say, well would you rather out of those two? They've both been disappointed. They were very close, you know, in the kind of overall rankings. But Jamal Chase, um again, I'm a little bit a little bit um encouraged by the depth of target last night compared to to what I've seen recently. Um it's just you know, I think they, they said it on the broadcast that they've got safety over the top on Chase and they're allowing Higgins to go one on one against their best corner. Now, uh, and Howard has, has, hasn't been that good this year, actually, against Baltimore, if you remember. They torched him um, uh, a couple of games. I think Buffalo obviously digs as well. So, <clears throat> if that's going to happen across the board and, and Higgins gets their best receiver one-on-one because they think they can do that, Chase might be bracketed a lot more than we think. Um We know it is... I mean, it, the other thing, obviously, if Burrow actually puts it out there at the end on that last throw in stride, Chase walked into the touchdown. I think it's clear of that back up cornerback of kingdom so you know his stat line could have been a lot better i think Hayden has got that touchdown at the end um that could have easily got the chase but i am worried um i'm not worried you know you never drop st- you're never not starting him so it's not a case of higgins is a must start chase is a sit that's never going to happen it's just not going to get that first round right capital at, at the moment anyway he could be a by low higgins is always on the injury report he's had two concussions i think And now he left the game with a leg injury. It says somewhere. I think he came back in, in. but you know he he does seem to get injured a lot more than Chase. So that's another thing to keep an eye on. But it was good to see um, uh, Burrow having a bit more time, as you said. I think I agree with Mixon's comment. Um, If he doesn't get in the end zone, it's a different story because of his efficiency wasn't great. But the offensive line did look a little bit better last night on a good blitzing team. And on the other side, Chase. You know, how many games is he going to fall in the end zone and save his stat line? Um, I think it's still the right thing to sit in at the moment. But I think you know, Mostert clearly showed with 15 carries, to five, and I think the snap percentages when they come out, they'll be in the 60s to 40s, maybe even higher, could be up at the 70-30 split. Um, that could, this could be the game that switches, and we say, right, you know, Mostert is the is definitely the one A. However, he's got that massive injury risk. It was horrible to see Tua's injury as well. We've, we've got to say. You know, what happened there, um, considering what happened on the weekend and they pushed him back in. Clearly they put him in too soon and someone's gonna be in trouble there, I think. Uh, the medical team at Miami, someone's gotta get fired, I would say. So um, not good to see. Teddy actually came in and did all right. He laid one out there for Hill. Tua probably would have underthrown him going back to the upright roberto. So um, you know, he's he's probably not a million miles away arm talent wise from uh from two, so we'll see what happens over the next couple of games. I think they sit to her for the next couple of games. Um, There'll be pressure too from the outside world. So um, hopefully, Waddle and Hill can still produce.
2: Chase missed one in the end zone as well. Didn't he, he dropped, did he no, drop? Oh, he dropped the back? city. Yeah. He dropped them for a, an easy touchdown. Yeah, yeah, he, it was him. I can't yeah. see
3: clearly with was. It was. Um, um, should have brought that in. But most of it was on the field a lot more last night. He looked a lot good as, more as well. Than Chase. It did look good as a to Chase Edmonds over juggling with my emotions. Chase Edmonds, um,
0: and yeah, emotions clearly the work. but uh, like you said, injuries it's a good backup to uh to have Chase Edmonds. And um, yeah, if they if the offense can get firing in again, Dolphins, um, then he's going to be the goal line back, and I'll,
3: I'll take some of that flats. Um,
0: Let's skip straight into the stats and sits and thanks for that um, overview of Disney like Football, a lot of good stuff in there. Um, start with you, Tony, then at the quarterback position. Geno Smith, you've got him as a, as a start this week. Talk yeah. through that.
1: I really like this game. I think it's going to be high over and uh, against Detroit in the Dome. He, again, we went back on what we said last week. You know, Pete Carroll actually said they were going to throw the ball and they did it. They will have success against Detroit on the ground, but I don't know if I think The score might predict which way they need to go, and Detroit's secondary can be beaten. Um, so I like Gino Smith as a start in this game. Um, and he's got the weapons, you know, he's got two good outside receivers, what is what you look for really in, in a quarterback to pump the numbers up. So, um, yeah, starting nice
3: and uh, Rob, over to you. This will excite some of the cute quarterback streamers. Uh,
0: Mario, do you've got as a start?
2: Yeah, so um. He looked He looked pretty decent last week. I think if you look at his overall points though in, in fantasy, it, it, he hasn't got over 20 yet, so that's disappointing, considering he's you know, he's a very good rusher. but so there's there's room for improvement, but I think the biggest reason I got him as a start this week against the Browns is because of the Browns um defensive you know the ends, so there's likely that Miles Garrett is going to miss. Um, it's not official yet, I don't think, but he obviously was in a car crash, nothing, nothing serious. And he's obviously their best weapon to get to the quarterback, and obviously Clowney as well is out. So, you know, the edges are both out and and that's going to give Mario the more time um, you know, to, to look downfield and, and also rush and, and get the running up. So so yeah, I think he's a he's a good start this week if in if you're looking at a flex, you know, flexing on the wire and, and trying to find, find someone to start. I think it's a good he's a good play this week.
0: Okay, perfect. Over to the the sits then, Tony. Um, Wentz is at the wheel, but uh, not usually.
1: No, and again, you you might people might think, oh, okay, let's throw the Philadelphia game out the window. Uh, actually, Wentz, you know, the first couple of weeks looked really good, and that uh, people were talking about starting him as a weekly start automatically before the best defense. I think Philadelphia came into town, but actually, D- Dallas's defense is really good up front. So you know, you've got the Demarcus Lawrence. Um, and a few others like Michael Parsons or whatever, he can really, really rush the quarterback. And we saw nine sacks last week. So if they can get the ball out, the that what they do Dallas as well, really good. Is they 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 blitz, but they they play zone behind it. Um, I did say I was going to have a look at some defensive tendencies. I I do think if they pressure the quarterback and they play in zone, the quote the, the the defenders are literally looking at the ball coming their way so they can jump on the routes. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a few interceptions in this game. So Wentz is a sit.
3: Okay, and uh, Rob, back to you. Um, Trevor Lawrence has been trending in the right direction for a lot
0: of people, but you've got him as a sit this week against the Eagles.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, I think just Tony just mentioned the Eagles, probably the best defense at the moment. So, you know, if you go back to Wentz last week, uh, he was on a good run and he got shut down, um, you know, in Philadelphia a tough ask for, for Lawrence to sort of build on, you know, his last week's 25 points against a really, dis, you know, depleted last, last uh, Angelese Chargers. So, you know, he's going to look short, probably a lot with Kirk. Um, but I, I, yeah, I just think it's one of these games where, like I said before, with fantasy football, sometimes it can be quite easy. You're up against the top defense in in, in the league. It's, it's probably temper expectation and sit Trevor Lawrence.
3: Brilliant. Um, over oh, back to you Tony, then Tony Pollard, as you're started, you started at, yeah, um so i I think um
1: I think Dallas I've had a keep really close eye on the on the on the touches um and I, this is this comes back to Cooper rush against Stein and the fact that they probably um won't ask him to do too much still, I think the touches for the running backs have gone up, but they are also moving the ball, so they're in scoring range, you know, I think um. Better my talk about Zeke in a minute anyway. I think you can start them both in a game like this at home, favourites um, against you know a team that are really not great at stopping the run. I don't know why you wouldn't start both. I could see another few explosive plays from Pollard, and I think his touches, you know, it's very similar to the Chubb and Hunt situation, but slightly, slightly better at home, I would say, uh, against a weaker team. So um, I'm probably going to start Pollard over Hunt in the league. That Was my decision, but it was a start this week.
0: Nice, yeah, and as you mentioned, uh, Rob, you've got uh, you as your start, so this is uh, this is a nice leader,
2: yeah. So, <laughs> so the Dallas can deliver, isn't it? With both of us going with the running back, so yeah, I think it's um, pretty similar to what uh, Andoni's already said with with uh, with the runners. Elliot had 19 carries last week. Um, if he gets that sort of production against Washington, he's going to put up at least 50 to 60 yards, and then if it you know, if they can get close to the end zone. Um, and obviously, Cooper Rush is playing really well. Then you can see, you know, he's definitely the goal line back. So he, he could fall in the end zone and he's getting you 14, 15 points, which is what you can really ask for from an, an RB who was drafted in round three or four. So he's a solid play. Um, he looked good. They both they both look good, I think. But at the moment, they're still not giving Pollard enough of the... Um, uh, of the work or the important work. They, they're looking for it. They're looking for him to use his explosive enough to, to break off, you know, 40, 50 yard runs, which he's done a couple of times. But overall, it's still the Elliott show as far as the carries. Um, but yeah, you, you probably could play both um, if it's a high-scoring game or, or if uh, or Dallas ran away with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll be checking back on that one. Um, Tony, back to you. CEH, obviously a, a sell-high candidate for a lot of people uh, this last week
1: one of us Yeah, I don't really like, love the matchup with Tampa Bay. I think Mahomes I, I actually think Tampa Bay rebound, rebound quite nicely in this game, especially if they get a couple of outside receivers back. Um which probably means McKinnon might you know, he's already on the field more than C E H. That that might happen again this week. Um but also, you know, if they they are gonna run up I've seen a couple of plays in shotgun that Mahomes and C H are in and if they, they're not gonna be able to run up the middle against um Tampa Bay as well, so you add that on top. He's a clear sip just because of the kind of downtrending. They might not even get that close to the end zone. I can see, I can see Tampa Bay winning this one quite easily. I know that's really hard to say against Mahomes, but I think this is Brady's bounce back week. I think uh, what's happening in Florida as well with the with the weather. I just feel like they're going to come home on Sunday and just wipe the floor with Kansas City. So
3: um, I don't like Ceh as a start this week. But get away from him, my well. Yeah, I think a lot of people agree with that. Um, Rob, Jeff Wilson, as
2: you're saying. Yeah, I agree with Tony. I mean, Brady was going to be my start of the week, but yeah, I, I like that. Um, yeah, Jeff Wilson, I think, again, if you're looking at the box score with the points, because it is a fantasy show, it's not great. You know, he, he hasn't got over 12 points in any of the first three. Um, the usage is obviously there. Um went down in week three to 12 um but he had you know a few targets and catches i think is the problem he's got is against the rams and against the run they're really really good so it's it's, you know they're gonna probably have to throw the ball a little bit more um and that's gonna bring into obviously Debo's Kittle will be a week um week removed from his from his first game back an injury so they should try to use him Jimmy G's going to try and look to bounce back, look for those short intermediate throws. But I, I don't think Wilson's going to get the usage. And obviously, they were bringing in the rookie last week to get some rushes as well. So, again, Wilson for me, probably a sit this week if you've got a better option, because probably most people got him off the wire.
3: Yeah, brilliant. Moving on to the wide receiver position then. Josh Palmer, are you telling me?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I did put, I was going to put DK Metcalf, but I saw uh, Roberto got him first. So, uh, I've been he did. He got right straight years. in there actually when I shared that. Straight in there. Uh, well, I I know, in, I'm normally always up. one
2: plucking, <laughs> plucking at the little. Yeah, usually, I
1: am first to be fair. Now, Josh Palmer's interesting because, um, I- I'm going to say this, whatever Keenan Allen does, because I did see he left late yesterday. Uh, sorry, early training yesterday. So, it looks like he's going to miss another game. You know, he's been individual work anyway, so he hasn't been with the team. Obviously, if he sits, then I think even better. But as I did, I did say I was going to look into some kind of man versus own, zone stuff, and, and they're playing Houston, who are a very zone-heavy team. Mike Williams is is really not that great against zone coverage. You know, usually the bigger receivers are much better against man. So you know, it's more it's more of a Mike Williams might struggle uh, without Keenan Allen situation. I think Palmer will have to play well um, to to move the ball against uh, Houston, who are actually a very good defense. So in terms of top scoring against wide receivers, they're quite they're in the top 10. I think they haven't played anyone outrageously special at the moment from that position. But yeah, I, I think Palmer is, a you know, more confident if Keenan Allen sits. But even if he plays, I'm I'm going to play him. I've got him in a couple of leagues. So I'm going to play him um, with confidence this week, I think. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, I'm sure that will there's uh, a lot of people slotting him in. Um The targets are there as well for, for Josh Palmer. So it's yeah. not just, you know, Keenan Island disappearing, even if uh, Keenan Island plays, they, they've always been looking for that third receiver. So I think you've yeah, got a bit of confidence in him.
3: Absolutely. Um, so we know, Rob, your pick is DK Metcalf. Spoil uh, Yeah. That.
2: Yeah. So, you know, the first two weeks is not encouraging for DK. And I think I was a big um, advocate not to draft him this year, um, especially where he was going to be going in drafts. Um, but you know, four and six points in the first two weeks is exactly what we thought. But he did come to life last week, you know, knocking on the door of 16 fantasy points. He had 12 targets. And I think Pete Carroll come out and said that they're going to try and throw the ball more and look for funnel targets to DK. And as Andon has already said with Gino, he's looking okay. You know, he's looking his way. Um, even Tyler Boyd is also at uh, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Lockett is also looking really good with his yardage. So, you know, up up wheels for the for the wide receivers in this game, um, you know, Detroit. Uh, they're the sort of team who we'll allow that. They have got Jeff Acuña. I think is the the young rookie who might go up against Metcalf, but you know Metcalf's size and speed. He might not, but he's he's he's, he's too physical for him. So um, overall, I'd expect Metcalf to um to to yeah to at least get the targets, and if he can catch a few more, he only had five receptions last week. Then he'd be, he's, a, he's a strong start this week.
1: Not not surprisingly, the best one of the best players against man coverage is DK Metcalf, and. uh Detroit are the heaviest man's, man's
3: in, team in the league. So that's a great matchup. Nice. Good contact. Well, cheers for that. Um, Wide receiver, uh, sit, Elijah
0: Moore hasn't, hasn't got it going. Tony, still a sit for you?
1: Yeah, again, I, Zach Wilson coming in. I think a lot of people will be excited. Zach, uh, Elijah Moore owners will be excited by this because they saw the, the rapport last year, and we haven't seen it wilson to wilson yet this year um however you know there's a bit of something in me that's saying you know zach wilson's first game back against pittsburgh at pittsburgh yeah they're missing players on defense but they, they they've never been a bad defensive team have they really not in my not in my uh memory um they'll they'll find a way to pressure zach wilson and he, he could be showing a bit of rust in his first game the other thing is Again, going back to this uh, zone, he's really, really good against zone coverage. Elijah Moore, he's not so good against man coverage. And Pittsburgh are the second heaviest man scheme after Detroit. So um, probably leans a little bit more to the Wilson side. Um, however, this is this is mainly more to do with Zach Wilson and his first game back. Um, I'm a little bit nervous on who the ball's going to go to. I'd like to see it first this year. That's perceived a caution. Um
0: and someone else we're uh, recommending to be uh, proceeding with caution is Adam Thielen. After a good week last week, Rob, well, you we got him as a sit.
2: Yeah, I think he had his. I think he had his good game last week. You know, again, he hasn't he hasn't started well as as predicted with the Justin Jefferson show. But I think um, again, this is not not too much logic in this that other than they're going to go back to Jefferson. I think you know he, he's their weapon. You had a terrible, you had a terrible game last week. Um, it is a real tough matchup, though. Um, Lattimore, everyone assumes it's going to be on Jefferson, um, which would free up Thielen, but. I think we mentioned last week with Osborne, especially if he gets into a shootout, they look his way as well. So, I would just, yeah, for me, Thielen, it, it could be a low-scoring game. It could be, it could be something like that in London. So, I would, yeah, feeling for me this week. Certainly not. I can't see him getting, you know, six catches off eight targets and sixty in a touchdown this week. So, for if it, if it follows the first two weeks' trend, then, um, which I, which I assume it will, you know, if they play the Eagles in week two, then it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a tough ask for Thielen to have a good, uh, a good game this week.
0: Perfect, thank you for that. Uh, moving out to the tight ends, so someone who would have been a uh, top commodity
3: off the wire this week. People are feeling like the coming, come in. David and Joe Tony, if got him as a
1: start. Yeah, I think we, I think you ride that ride the kind of hot hand. I did see you left injury um, training yesterday, uh, so keep an eye on that. But I think Atlanta is probably a really good matchup. Um, again, you know, they they probably the Browns funnel targets to Cooper and and Joku. I don't think Cooper will have that much success this week. So I think others will have to step up. Um, And I think Joku will be one of them. But yeah, um, I was 50-50 really with him, putting him in because it it does feel a little bit like chasing points, but actually, you know, you look at Brissette, he does actually look a lot better than we, we give him credit for. And I think what, 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 the Browns will look at is what is working for them right now. And they obviously beat Pittsburgh by just just taking what's given them. Joker had nine nine catches for eighty yards, which means obviously it was quite a short A dot. I think that'll happen again. And I think Atlanta probably a bit soft in the uh linebacker um, region. So I think Joker has a similar output, probably not as good.
3: But the start a tight end nonetheless. Yeah, it's uh, it's
0: tough at tight end at the moment. Another tight end that probably would have come off the wire this week, Tonyan. Uh, you've got an adjust that one.
2: Yeah, so I think this one's again quite quite a straightforward one for me. It's, it's so hard to pick the tight ends. I did like. Um, the uh, last night's game with uh, Hayden Hurst, mm. but obviously he's Thursday night, so we can't look at him. But New England at home in, in in Green Bay, I think it's just got to go on the percentage of use of Tonian He, he had a he had a major surgery off season. So they have brought him back slowly. His snap percentage gone 36, 40, 58. So you would expect that to be up around, you know, uh, around the 65, 70% this week. He had seven targets with six catches. So you know, in any you know in a PPR format, that's that's fantastic. So um, you could see him getting the end zone. New England are, are a tough a tough defense, or renowned to be a tough defense. So again, this could be one where Rogers is just looking the short intermediate routes, and, and Tony hopefully will be there to, to pick up the um, pick up the slack. So so yeah, I think he's a he's a decent start in the um, in the uh, tight end world.
0: Yeah, tough old tight end world. Um, tight end was probably drafted, uh, you know as a top five tight end it's that season schultz struggled with injury got him as
1: a sit i think you i think he will play which is why i got him as a sit otherwise you know it's a definite sit if he didn't play but um <laughs> and this is why people is this to yeah i think michael Gallup's coming back this week i think he's he's more he was very close to last week um i think he comes back this week um in Schultz's absence, they seem to be spreading out targets to the tight end. However, <clears throat> I think Noah Brown has, has probably done enough to stay on the field. I think they they really like what they got there as a, as a, a third receiver. Um, you know, Talbot and James Washington haven't really come through through injuries, so Noah Brown probably won't leave the field. Which probably and, and Cooper Rush does have a bit of a uh, connection to to Noah Brown, as we've seen. So I I don't know that just disappears. It probably hurts Schultz. I have put Pollard as a start as well. Again, you know, going back to the tight end and running back correlation. I think Pollard. Let me just check his catches uh, whilst we're on there last last week. Oh, actually, he didn't get targeted last week at all. But um, but the week before, he had four catches. And you, you know, he's he, if 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 Pollard is on the field, he's going to command the ta- the targets out of the backfield. So i haven't really got a um, really got a good feeling about Schultz. Added to that, you know could go off any time with this injury apparently it's a three to four week injury anyway he's coming back after week two because it feels good and got cleared so that scares the life out of me at tight end i'd probably avoid him yeah um proceed with caution uh off the tight
0: ends then logan thomas for you as a sit
2: yeah i think people probably got excited after week two's usage and uh, you know scoring 13 points in the fancy um in the fantasy space, but last week had a poor, poor game. You know, he was playing 65% of the snaps. Dallas are a decent t- defense at home. Um, you know, they've got Parsons rush. Uh, you can see, you can see uh, Wentz struggling to, to, release the ball full stop. Um, but he's got so many weapons. And I think Curtis Samuel's probably going to be the one that eats into Logan Thomas's usage. Um, so, yeah, it, I think he's probably a well-known name, but for me, it's temper expectation again. And probably if, if I got other options, I may, I may sit in, but, you know, in this in this landscape, you probably just play them, but you know, I would say he, he's probably a sit. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and then onto the bonus, because obviously every week there's loads of names you guys can right uh, and we have tons of conversations offline about right? this sort of stuff. So starting with you again, Tom, um, Cherry, Judy, you've got as a start.
1: Yeah, this might be a surprise because I think you know who's going to bank on Russ and Judy at the moment. So Not many people. I think a lot of people would be sitting Judy. I can see this as the week that um, he um, really takes advantage of a kind of a weak defense at the Vegas, Las Vegas. So uh, I think certain will get his. I think Judy will get his. But I think Russ actually rebounds in this game. Uh, is it in Vegas? It's in the Dome as well, which is even better, probably. Um, and Vegas do like to kind of put some points up. I think that might be... Um, This might be Russell Wilson's game, and I do like Judy against uh, those Las Vegas Raiders cornerbacks, so yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson obviously causing a big
0: stir uh, on Twitter with his Subway ad, which people are describing as horrible, um, and obviously has to pull you off,
1: so uh,
0: (laughs) I'll do you well for Zach Wilson.
2: Yeah. So I've gone for the combo really, and I I might as well just join him together. I think Tony's put Elijah Moore as a sit this week. He's a start for me this week. Um, Obviously, you know, we haven't seen a lot of them together. And in the past it was, you know, Zach Wilson didn't target Elijah Moore, but I thought in the preseason, in training camp and things that he was using him as opposed to Wilson. So Um, It's just a good matchup. I think uh, we've already know how my feelings on the Steelers. They're they're a terrible team, (laughs) Um, and obviously their defense is obviously struggling now. You know, losing their main main weapon um, in what? So it's I think he'll have time in the pocket. He's got a much better arm, I think, than and Joe Flacco he's going to get you know you probably f- throw a few interceptions in there but I can see him having quite a big yardage game and I can see Elijah Moore's usage being really good and and, and heavily targeted I think across the industry I think he's most people are saying he's a stick but I'm, mm. I'm gonna I'm I'm uh, a little bit more optimistic with his usage he's a great wide receiver and get, can get open and I think Wilson will um will certainly look his way this week so yeah both for me good starts you know I know we always say you should watch um you know, watch it and see how they produce the first week. But I think it's such a good matchup um, that you can't help it from Zach Wilson straight in the mix.
0: Never one to shy away from a ball take then, Rob. And never one to shy away from getting a, a dig at Steelers in. Whatever you do. <laughs> <talking about. laughs> I um, can never
2: go to Pittsburgh, I don't think. <laughs> no. yeah.
0: um, Tony, what I like about the bonus is I don't know if this yeah. is a start or a sit. So this is a, a sit.
1: This is a sit. This is a sit. I think they struggle. I think they struggle in this game. Now, I, it's not a sit. It's not a sit. It's one of those Roberto's last week where you're playing Aaron Jones and he gets you six points or whatever. And you're like, okay, I wanted more from him. It could be, he, he, he's going to he's gonna get targets because they got no one else. AJ Green's on. Uh, he's out. Wesley's on IR. Rondo Moore's not going to come back. So it, it's going to be Greg Dortch who is at absolutely a start this week, by the way. Without a doubt, if Greg Dorch is in anyone, if he's on the wire, I don't know if he's on our wire should have looked before I said this he's not on the wire. He he should be going straight in the lineup without a doubt again very, very good at zone. Um he's got all his kind of targets versus zone this year. Um and they are a zone team Carolina. Um Hollywood, I think it's I think this is an earnest and Dorch game. I'll go back to this. And I don't think the Cardinals offense is good enough to put another pass catcher in there at the moment. I think Brian Burns for the Carolina team is a very good pass rusher. I can see Kyler Murray running around. And maybe there'll be a broken play. You know, there was a couple actually against Ramsey um, last week. But I, I can see Hollywood struggling in this game. Um, he is better against man coverage. We've talked about that already. Um, and Carolina a very heavy, heavy zone. So let's see what happens. I think maybe this is the game where, you know, they haven't got Stimak. They do run the ball. I think this is might be a game where Caroline actually have the ball a, a little bit more than expected. At um, the moment, they're running the, the, the smallest amount of plays or whatever. And I just think that they, you know, Matt Rawls had such a bad kind of rep on that. They've given the ball back to the other team quite quickly. If they've got Foreman and Tuber Hubbard, if, if McCaffrey does sit, that's probably even more of a right up the middle kind of feel to it. Dj Moore actually liked him as a bounce back this week, but we didn't put him in there. So you know, I I think Caroline actually surprised a few uh, people this week, and I think the Cardinals are just bad all round. Um, so yeah, not much faith in Hollywood. Can't see him getting in the end zone, for example, this week. Okay, nice. Well, that that takes us uh, takes us nicely into the next sort of question, and we we scrapped some of the
0: segments we usually run with. Um, but what I want to ask now, and in, in the interest of time, as we come
3: sort of towards the end if you've got to get anything in that you need people to know heading into this Sunday, uh, Monday, um, what is it? You
0: know, Tony, you added in that extra bit of like DJ Moore there. Rob, we will come to you first. Uh, you know, we, we've covered the stats since January and obviously we've got a template like that, so i limit you. But uh, if there's any other players just from the mind that you want to throw out.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. So it, just, it was just more of a, it could, you could work it on your scoring formats, but Taysom Hill um, He's obviously a tight end registered now on a lot of the sites. He is a sleeper, which is what we play most of our leagues on. Um, he, he could have he could have a big game. I think um, James Winston's been
3: I So oh, a a
0: well Rob. You, right on the
3: cliffhanger as well.
1: Yeah, it was a cliffhanger. James Winston has been back. Injured, I think you're gonna say, and 50 minutes of play. Is
2: that right? Yeah. Yeah, but well, he's been injured all week, yeah. So there's a good chance that he yeah. might he, you know, he might take Dalton might take the snaps. And if, if he's not good, then Hill might go in. But if he is good, they're still gonna probably draw up plays for Taysom Hill. So if he if he's throwing the ball and obviously if they use him in packages and he's back on the field, um, then then he's a he's a he's a, he's a sneaky tight end start for me.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't mind him. Can I just say he will not throw one ball in that game? Okay, nice. Even if even if Wilson misses, Dalton is actually I think Dalton's actually a really good, really good backup quarterback. We've seen him in the league for years. He hasn't lost he hasn't lost his arm power or anything. He, he can he can easily you know don't be worried about Alave, Michael Thomas, any of those players if Dalton's in. Maybe Alave's deep balls go down, but they're doing London anyway. You know sometimes a lower score a game as you said. I'm not expecting those kind of 500 yards for Alave, but I think he's good enough in them. Beat Minnesota on his own as a wide receiver, so I think Dalton's good enough to come in. I don't think Hill will throw the ball. I know you've seen images of him throwing the ball because he's a second quarterback. And if Dalton was to get knocked out of the game, then obviously we we would go in. But if Dalton stays upright, I think he's good enough back. He probably he's probably good enough to win the game against Cousins, especially in London. You know, that could easily be a um, a game where there's quite low scoring and uh, Dalton sneaks
3: it um
1: i wanted to say one more thing on um uh mac hollins because i just picked him up in the league i couldn't believe he was on the wire i, I need to do better job really if i've got too many leagues looking at the wire if Renfro does sit in that game i do think that's going to be high scoring and i think hollins is a pick up and start kind of player if Renfro sits he's getting eight targets week two ten targets week three Pat thirteen is, is is man coverage all over again. We talked about those bigger bigger receivers in man coverage. Holland is awful against zone, but Denver play man, so I think he's a start if you need to plug and play a receiver. I did play. I'm going to play him over DJ Chark and Josh Reynolds, for example, because um, they're all banged up in Detroit. So I think Holland's is safer if Renfro sits. So that's the last nugget
3: yeah, plenty there again, gents. Um, and one warning for
1: me make sure you set your lineups in time to attend those London
3: games. Um,
0: a little bit earlier this week, so uh, good yeah,
1: shout, yeah, very it. good. Is it London or when's the German game
2: in Munich that coming is up soon? Good. Yeah, and that, that,
1: that
2: Tottenham soon Stadium, though. isn't it? This weekend, is it not Wembley? Yeah. yeah, it's Tottenham isn't it, this week, no. yeah. So, uh,
0: yeah, came for that, but uh, thanks as always, gents. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, really good stuff. Uh, as I mentioned, there's loads of uh, names we can throw out. So if anyone's got stats and sits questions, then chuck them at us uh, on Twitter uh, or the guys
3: individually, um, and we will uh, get around to answering those.
1: Who do you think wins the
3: London game? Go on, Rob. Uh, Vikings. If Cock plays. Which he looks like he is. He's trending the right way for practice. Yeah, I think Vikings. Yeah. What
2: about you? What do you think?
3: I think Saints. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Is Michael Thomas playing though? I think if he plays, and they got, I, th- I think they need, they need a few. It doesn't matter, does it? Oh, I think it does. <laughs>
1: no, I don't think so. Well, gonna get high pitched again. Oh, uh, he's not. How many targets has he commanded? I don't know. Well, he was off the field last week. So I mean, wow.
3: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we got Elijah Moore, and we've got. The Saints vs. the Vikings London game, two points. We will definitely revisit next week, but uh, until then, thank you very much. Happy Friday, and uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. And that's it for another episode of Play Action Pass. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, if you like this
0: episode, please do follow us on whatever podcast platform you listen on, uh, and you can follow us on Twitter at underscore play Action pass and our website, fairactupass.co.uk. Uh, mm-hmm. We're always releasing uh, new video content uh, and tons of new content. So check out the feed, check out the website. Uh, and we're actively trying to improve all of our content. So please do take us on Twitter, let us know your thoughts, uh, anything we can do to improve, anything you like, what you want to see more of, all of your questions, uh, and we'll answer those on the show or we'll answer them on the feed, depending on their agency. Um, to reach out to us individually, find Tony at Light 7, rob at team best 10 and me at matt may ff on twitter like i said send us your questions we'll
3: answer them on the next episode or if this super urgent we'll get back to you on twitter thanks so much for listening and support the show